0: Yeah, I was uh, about the dog. He just like got got out of dodge. You know? <laughs> I haven't seen him since. So. <laughs> I mean, hey, it, it works. <laughs> it works.
1: Our postman carries it for bears.
0: I, for bears.
1: <laughs> we have bears up here. We have, a, but I haven't seen any. I mean, I have every kind of animal in my backyard. I've never had a bear. Which is too bad because, uh, you know, I'd be like, I'd befriend the bear. You're like, hey, what's that? Uh, my fucking bear ass. I, I don't think, think don't. I would
0: want a bear.
1: We have, well, see, we have the black bears. so not very big. And, you know, I have... I a have, bear's a bear. I have strawberries. And let me tell you, you can befriend wild animals. I've done it a number of times in my life. Uh... uh. Mm-hmm. You feed it. You fucking feed it. You gotta feed no baby. <laughs> well, see, I held a tiger, so I'm, I'm, you know, I take risks like that. <laughs> it was one of the coolest moments of my life. But you know what? You know what's weird? I thought tigers would be soft because you know when you see pictures and videos, they look real smooth and silky and shit. They're actually not. Their 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 fur is surprisingly coarse. And I, I never knew that about it till I, till I held it. They're very big. They're <laughs> fucking huge. Like you see it in the movies and the videos and you're like, that's a big motherfucker. But when you're like sitting there and just looking at you, it's like, Jesus, fuck, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Your
1: teeth are the size of my face. Well, it'll be a quick mm, death. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Cause it's like, um, what was that video? The guy was out in the woods and he was recording a bear.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And the bear charged him and killed him. And it was yeah. a, it was on video.
1: Was that the wildlife dude?
0: Nah, it was just some some knucklehead out in the wild.
1: Yeah, you gotta be careful. Like I wouldn't really I honestly wouldn't do that. I'd feed it from far away first. And then slowly get closer Until shit was cool Mm -hmm. You can't just just... walk up and be like What's up smoking No
0: it's never that cool
1: Uh (laughs) Here's some salmon (laughs) But at the same time I I don't really try to feed wildlife like that either Because I could make friends with the bear and we could have breakfast every fucking morning. No. But then he goes up to the neighbor thinking, hey, maybe the neighbor got some breakfast and the neighbor like shoots it or something like that. Or, or you know, then something goes wrong. Their kid is out there, the bear sees a tasty morsel. And so, yeah, I don't really fuck with big wildlife too
0: much. Yeah, I, no, I won't be getting that call. Like, yeah, man, um Rage was <laughs> eaten by a bear.
1: <laughs> no, if I'm eaten by an animal, i will be a fucking lying. Hands down. If you, like, yeah, it'll be a lion.
2: <laughs> Why?
1: Well, because, so there's this dude, I'll have to look at his last name, his name is Christian something, and he runs this sanctuary for lions, and he goes out there, and he plays with them, and he hugs them, and they give him kisses, and he just lays in the middle of all of them, and shit, he's their, he's their homie, mm-hmm. you know, now, he, he knows how to identify their behavior, and all this other shit, and I just look at that and I'm like, I want to be like you when I grow up. It's my dream. It's my dream to just just hang out a little fucking lion. Preferably a male lion cuz I like I want to rub the big mane. But like uh, this just dream. And I don't <laughs> and I don't want I don't want it on a chain or in a cage. Like, I want you know, I don't want it like that. I want it a more, but I don't want it to be fucking wild either because it they'll probably eat my face. But if I could go to that dude's place like that sanctuary and just fucking chill with the lions and like do some work with the lions. That'd be the shit. No, nah, fuck that. Like, that's if, if I could only have one thing on my bucket list, that would do it. And I got kind of close with the tigers, but tigers aren't lions. Lions are like my favorite animal. So, um, I'll do it. I'll do it one day. Guaranteed.
2: Mm
1: mm. Guaranteed. That or I'll be eaten by a shark. Because I have a, a semi goal of doing a shark dive. So,
0: in the tank, right? I mean, in the cage.
1: Well, no, no, God, no, not the fucking cage. My luck, the fucking chain would break and be stuck in a goddamn cage on the ocean floor. Fuck no. Um, no, I want to go like Cleveland, Ohio Aquarium has a training program where if you're a certified scuba diver, which I am, you can go in there and you can train to dive with their sharks in the tank. So, I would do that first because there's certain you got to be real careful when you deal with that shit. Because if it goes wrong, it goes terribly wrong. Mm -hmm. And and then I just want to go, like, out to the Bahamas or something like that and just do a shark dive. There's certain kinds of sharks I don't want to dive with, like bull sharks and tiger sharks. They're very, very aggressive. Um, And great whites. Yeah, yeah, no great whites. I'm not into, like, I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody. I just want to see a shark swim in its natural habitat, not on video and all that kind of shit. So, you know, I just kind of want to sit down there at the bottom of the ocean and chill out and, you know, and they have programs that do this where, you know, they bring in certain sharks and they feed them and you just sit there, like you sit there real still and shit and the the dive master handles the whole deal and you can just like watch them eat and swim and they'll swim by you all close and shit and yeah, that's definitely definitely an experience i want to have i want to have more scuba diving experience before i do that though Right. Uh, you know because i'm still considered pretty new at it so there's a few dives i want to make first but yeah that's something that the lion are the two there are two mm-hmm. things on my bucket list
0: yeah those are nowhere near my bucket list. <laughs> wild animals aren't even a thought on my bucket list. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah, um, my mom's like, you're going to be the death of me. I was like,
0: no. <laughs> my no. sister, you know, she, uh, she like set up her, her bucket list, right? Uh-huh. And she volunteered my ass to be part of it. What do you got to do? Like, go with her on her fucking adventures. And sh- I'm like, uh, oh. No, no. I'm like, That's wait not- a minute. <laughs> and I'm like, well, half the shit that she put on it, I've already done it. But, uh-huh. you know, she don't want to, I mean, she don't do the, the the truly exciting stuff. I mean, you know, there's a, um, some kind of thing they got up in on North Georgia, kind of say a uh, train, but you, you ride around some mountain or some shit and you drink different wines and liquors and that kind of, she wants to do that kind of stuff. Girly stuff, really. Yeah. Girl. Okay. I'm like, uh, that's like, yeah, you need to get in the shark cage. She's like, uh, <laughs> negative. I'm like, you need to do some some skydiving. She's like, negative. I'm like, yeah, some that's zip, another thing. Some zip, zip lines, dive. some bungee jumping. She's like, no, I'm like, you won't have a bucket list. That's like a that's a stroll in the park what you've got. That's
1: like a typical Friday night. Yeah, that's like an everyday
0: occurrence. That's not the bucket
1: list. I have to learn to skydive because my oh. dream is this. I've done the scuba diving, so I got part two down. I'm set there. I want to skydive into a body of water where my scuba gear is waiting because I can't wear the parachute and the scuba gear at the same time. I don't think anyway. If I can, I'll do it that way so you have your scuba gear like right there waiting so as you drop into the water you can grab it and put your breathers in and turn your air on and, shit. and then you just scuba dive off somewhere after landing in the water after fucking skydiving and then when i get out of the water either my horse or my dirt bike will be waiting not sure which <laughs> depends on my mood <laughs> horse
0: or dirt bike
1: right if it's a horse, I'm also going to have my bow and arrow and shoot shit on the way. If it's a dirt bike, not so much. So, logistical factors. So, I'm not sure about the ending yet. <laughs> I'll worry about that after I learn how to skydive. Yeah, but
0: we, um, you know, we've done water dives. But, I mean, water jumps. You uh, actually... It's timing, really. It's like you... Once you pop your shoe and you, you know, continue to, to, you know, um, glide down. When your feet first touch water, Mm -hmm. then you release the shoe, the whole thing. You let it all go so you don't get wrapped up and suffocate.
1: Right. You
0: know, but once you get the water, you know, you roll all that shit up while you're in the water Mm -hmm. and somebody comes along and gets it, but you, you know, get... Into another boat where you know the remainder of your gear is at. You suit up, and then you go do whatever the fuck it is you're gonna do.
1: Oh yeah, see, I want it different from that because I saw this dude do it. He's like this stunt dude, I guess. Good, good scuba diver jumps out of a helicopter which i don't know if i want to do it out of a helicopter because it's not a long enough jump like i want a full jump from a plane but he lands in the water his scuba gear is under the fucking water it's not very deep so like when you release that chute like you said when you touch the water yeah he hits his gear so quick it's only like you know five six feet down throws his regulator in his mouth and then straps up and swims off doesn't even get into a boat that's
0: what I want to do. Yeah, that's, that's... the only guys that I know spend a whole lot of time in the water, other than seals, is uh, forced recon guys. Because mm-hmm. we used to, uh, you know, days that we would do our jumps, and recon would do a lot of water activities, and we were like at a, kind of like at a, at a bay, a Gulf type area, and they would hit the water at eight o'clock and not come out till four o'clock.
1: So all oh, day
0: in I the water. Love in all the water. day Trent.
1: You know, I I love water. I grew up with a pool. I love it. I love water now. But I took an exercise class in the pool because I was like, "Hey, cardio water, why not?" Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they tried to give me this goddamn floaty belt for my waist, and I put it on. And it held me so far out of the water, cause between the the weight belt and my titties, I was like eight feet out of the goddamn water.
0: You <laughs> look, you're at your knees.
1: <laughs> right, this six foot. I know, I think the deep end was like 15 feet. I'm fucking knee deep in this bitch, like. <laughs> so I was like, I took off the belt. She was like, you're not allowed to take off the belt at safety. And I'm sitting here. I'm not paddling. I'm not kicking my feet. And I'm floating because I have two giant fucking flotation devices. Device. <laughs> stands, you know? Be like, uh, I'm, I'm sitting here, and I said, "Do you realize the whole time you've been talking, I haven't been paddling, I'm, like, or, I'm just, or anything? Like, I really don't. The belt is cumbersome. Come on, man. I'm, like,
0: I'm just, I'm just standing here. I'm like, yeah, nope, like, you not know, <laughs> effort all. I'm just like here.
1: This is how Jesus walked on water. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm at the Jewish Community Center too, shit. That's, that's funny. <laughs> We're about to have a mirror pulled up in this bitch.
2: That beach. is too funny.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I had to argue with her. <laughs> Fucking flotation devices fuck me up because I am a flotation device.
0: Like, Who's in the, the water?
1: I'm telling you, I told my friend one day. I said, "Look, if we're ever on a boat and it goes down, yeah, because she wasn't a good swimmer, you know." I said, "Just, just grab me. We'll just yeah, that, that yeah,
0: that would be meme like,
1: hey yo,
0: <laughs> right,
1: hey. right, just grab a leg. We'll get there, hon It's all good." And she was like, no, man, you're fucking me. I said, no, I can float fully clothed. Like, really, I can do this. No, no, I don't believe you. So I, I just took off my shoes and jumped in the pool fully clothed. And I said, okay, grab. So I had to, like, grab on a leg or some shit. I just laid on my back and we just floated there and then her friend got on my other leg it's like we're not fucking sinking you heard they... you're like
0: a human raft,
1: <laughs> right and, and if i get waterlogged we'll just tie the other bodies together and float on them but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make it <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna just float right in it'll be fine well, i can see the
0: rescue helicopter I'm like
1: yeah um we've
0: located two beacons in the water with uh a shitload of survivors.
1: Right. And I am so white. I don't tan. So they're going to see me up there just glowing and shit. <laughs> yeah, we found we, them. We got We them. don't even need a mirror, man. Just like, just show my tummy. We got them. <laughs> so white. <laughs> right. Pl- my little water Right, we just 15 survivors hanging on. Let's
0: go. Be hilarious. Talk about it's a problem.
1: You know when you scuba dive, you have to weight yourself. You know what I'm saying? You have to weight in your belt to offset the oxygen in your in your um, vest. You know how much fucking weight I gotta put on to keep myself. Jesus Christ! I had to put on like an extra belt today. <laughs> <For> like
0: two, <laughs> like two, two forty-five pound plates. Wow. Yeah, man!
1: Like and and it was fine because when I put them on, I was in the water. I was neck deep, and I just kind of added more weights into the belt. You just slip them in the pockets, right? So, uh, fucking. When I went to get out of the water, you already feel heavier anyway because you've been weightless for a minute. Right. So now I got like like at least 10 pounds of fucking extra weight on and I'm trying to drag my ass with the goddamn regulator and two scuba tanks <laughs> and all this shit out of the water. Man, I felt like I was 700 pounds. Now you guys <laughs> wear two it? tanks? I do. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so I can stay under longer? My oxygen for me lasts about 30 to 45 minutes. So if I wanna stay under longer, and I haven't um, I haven't been trained in any other, cause like you can do uh, a certain kind of diving, you'll use uh, more oxygenated shit and all this like weird shit. I haven't been trained in any of that. So if you wanna stay under longer, you just put a second tank on. If you're gonna go for a short dive, then, you know, one tank is good, but yeah, we, I was dope with two tanks. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Because I just want to stay under as long as possible. And it's cool, but you know what? It fucks you up for regular swimming. <laughs> so I'll just swim and, like, this is boring as a bitch. <laughs> What's under here? Let's go see, you know? So it kind of, like, ruins regular swimming for you a little bit. <laughs> mm but I, I like, I like, I want to see what the fuck is under me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, who am I sharing space with? What what am I contending with down here? Because, you know, where I lived in Texas, I had been swimming in the lake there a year and a half before I realized there was fucking garfish and alligators in that bitch. I did not know that. <laughs> like, when I told my friends, I'm going to go swim in the lake, they should have said there's garfish and alligators in there. Now, so you know
0: garfish? What? Do
1: you know what that is?
0: Not technically, no.
1: Okay, so a garfish. Imagine a, a big fish with like a long mouth. Imagine an alligator's mouth on a fish, <laughs> but smaller. Okay, so like um, my friend caught one. We were out in the in the lake in Texas fishing, and he caught one, and it was flopping around in the bottom of the boat like a fish does. And it fucking cut our ankles up because its teeth were bumping up against us as it was flopping around. Like, they'll fuck you up. And they usually stay pretty small, but the way I found out there was garfish in this particular lake is someone caught a 15-foot one. Mm -hmm. So, uh, there's that. (laughs) And I never swam in that lake again. (laughs) So like, uh you get they'll fuck you up, and they usually don't try to, I mean, they're not predatory like that, but they'll, they'll bite you if you're down there, you know, right. they don't know what you are, take a nice little chunk, I'm not trying to do that, alligators, you know, crocodiles are the more aggressive ones, alligators will generally, like, leave you the fuck alone, but if she's got babies nearby or something like that, you surprise her, she's hungry whatever, it can be a different story. So it's like, yeah, you know...
0: No, yeah, it's you're not, not, you're it's not going end well.
1: Yeah, and after that, after that, I didn't know what a garfish was, you know? And when I saw it, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> just came out of the lake I was just swimming in about uh, 50 feet from where I was just swimming at. Oh, that's garfish. Like, I've been swimming with these motherfuckers? Oh, hell what kind of fucking friends are you people? We're like, who doesn't tell their friend that shit like fuck you guys you fr- like oh we, we thought you knew
0: would you I freak out over you. a big catfish no
1: no not at all not at
0: all i'm not a big catfish
1: no because what you do is you just put your hand in their mouth and fucking pull them out of water and have dinner
0: yeah i mean the big ones like oh you're talking
1: mid- about those like jungle fucking Amazon yeah,
0: ones yeah like no ones, no I you. think lately I think they might have some little. see I
1: like, ain't trying to fuck with that
0: stupid big
1: nope ain't trying to fuck with none of that weird shit nope nope
0: nope mm-hmm. Cause there's nothing you can do with it but it's like just catch it and put it back <laughs> right.
1: I don't even think something that big would even taste
0: good probably it won't it's it's too old it's tough new. yeah yeah, yeah. You know, I, big fish aren't aren't good. Um.
1: Yeah, that's what they always taught me down in Texas. Like, oh, it's a big catfish. Like, nah, it ain't no good. It's not gonna taste well. Mm-hmm. And it didn't either. When they did cook it up and then throw it back, it wasn't good. Yeah,
0: old tough, old tough meat. That's like um, eating an old lady. Not good.
1: <laughs> I just had a <laughs> fucked up visual of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what an old <Olay>? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> i i'm a very visual person i think in pictures a lot of the time which i've actually taken tests in college and got perfect scores on them because i just like i looked at the page and just kind of took a picture of it rather than trying to figure out how to remember what was on it i just like took a brain snapshot of it i'm very visual yeah so when people say shit i sometimes get this flash of a picture in my head before I can even like stop it, it's like oh
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm visual as well, so yeah, that's mm, that's beyond yep.
1: <laughs> and I just got a picture of an old lady Teddy in my head, <laughs> and someone chewing on it like tough letters, oh. like
0: jerky. Oh come on.
1: <laughs> I don't know why my brain does that shit. <laughs> it just goes to the grossest traffic. Because
0: you raised, <laughs> that's why. Right. <laughs> it's, it's instant.
1: <laughs> What's funny is when people think, I became this way because I was a dominatrix, and it's like, no, honey. <laughs> you you fucking up which came first the chicken or the egg right, i was yeah. i was like this that's why that, i was good at yeah. doing that for a living because i was already like this and so. that was
0: like always my question to myself was like did she become this way because she was a dom or
1: no um what it was actually is my stepmom was really abusive and i decided that Either she was going to put her hands on me again, I was going to kill that bitch, or I was going to leave. So I decided to leave. And I did that. I started living on the streets about two weeks after I turned 14. So the first year was just really survival. I had never lived on the streets before. I didn't know how to do it, basically. And back then, there wasn't a lot of resources, like, you know the abused children's hotline and like all this shit. There really wasn't a lot of that. So for the first year with survival, um, blocking down a place to live and, and things like that, I was too young to get a job. Yeah. And, uh, so what happened was, uh, about after the first year I was on my own, I was just sitting under a tree one day and I, it occurred to me like, you could do whatever the fuck you want. Now I'm 15 years old having this thought and it's like, Huh, I can go anywhere I want. I can do what I want. I don't have to answer to any fucking body. And so that kind of started it. That started the, um, that started the the fierce independence that I have. And then what happened is, you know, when you're living on the street and you're 14, you know, shit's rough. And people really try to victimize young girls in really fucked up ways. Lots and lots and lots of them. So I, I very quickly had to learn to survive. And, and out on the streets, um, and this was L.A., there's two roles, predator and prey. And you don't want to be the prey. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't want to be a predator either because I don't want to take advantage of people and shit like that. This is not my ideal, really unless they're paying me to be an asshole in which case let's let's go but um so i had to become very smart very quick on my feet bold very bold and um you know where i was at at the time was a predominantly black area and by predominantly black i mean there was me and one other white chick that lived within nine miles of the edge oh. of the oh so, and and she was a raggedy bitch and people, for some reason, thought I looked like her. Like, we looked nothing alike, but, you know, people thought we did. So, there were a few times I had to contend with motherfuckers who thought they were going after her and it was me. So, what it came down to is is very quickly, in some, in, in, I, it, for me it was life and death very early on, because a dude from the neighborhood I was staying in uh, was going to give me a ride somewhere. And I do not really know him, but I had seen him around. And he started driving off into the middle of the fucking desert. And I looked at him and I was like, What the fuck are you doing? And his eyes changed from regular dude eyes to like some Charlie Manson looking shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was nothing good was about to happen. And I knew I knew about these people already. I had to some degree encountered these types. So I always carried a knife in my boot. And um It's funny because in psychology class, they tell you that you can't do two things in your brain at the same time, and I vehemently disagree. I believe in a life and death situation you can because what I was doing is I was talking my way out of the situation Because I had read all this shit about, you know, it's a power thing and it's this and that, you know. So I was saying all the things that would turn off those switches in his brain. But at the same time, I'm slipping that knife out of my boot and I'm looking at his body and he's way bigger than me. I was teeny tiny at the time. And I mean, because I was 14. So he was, he was a big old motherfucking boy. And I just thought, okay, if he doesn't turn around now, I have to kill this guy. Because if not, he's going to rape and kill me. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a runaway. He knows it. He doesn't think any anybody's going to look for me. I'm a perfect fucking target. So I'm going to have to kill this motherfucker. One, can I do that? Because I can't get in a situation and not follow through or I'm going to die. So can I do it? And it very quickly became obvious that, yeah, I can <laughs> It's a life and death situation. That's how I know my, and I'm glad it happened because I know my capabilities as a human being now. And then at the same time I'm talking to him, coming to terms with the fact I might have to kill a man tonight for real. And then also thinking like, well fuck. If I stab him, it's gotta be good. Because if he gets a knife from me, I'm fucked. I'm so fucked. I can't like I gotta get it right the first time. So I'm looking at his body like, no, I can't stab him in the heart, there's rib cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I stab him in the leg, that ain't gonna take this big motherfucker down. You know, so I'm having to figure out at the same time that I'm talking him out of it, and luckily I was able to do that. I got him to turn around, and it was all good. But I had to come to terms with the fact that, can I kill a man? Yes, I can. I'm about to do it. How do I do it correctly? So, that is what made me, not that one incident, but more than one incident. There were these two bitches, they didn't like me because I was white, and one of their boyfriends liked <laughs> This ugly motherfucker, I wouldn't fuck this ugly motherfucker with a stolen pussy, uh-huh. but You know, i tell you what, I I experienced a lot of racism for being white and living in a black neighborhood. Um, And they wanted to jump me one night and take my only pair of shoes. I'm homeless now, you know. And all I'm going to say about what happened there, they didn't get my fucking shoes. And I promise you, those bitches will never try that shit on anybody again. So those kind of being around those kind of people made me very tough and very hard very fast and then prior to leaving home my dad like I was riding dirt bikes and you know building car motors with him. and you know I remember (laughs) this fucking bitch fucked with my sister at school my dad sent me down there to beat the shit out of her and I did Uh. beat the shit out of her you know um so I was already a little hard from the get-go and then living on the street just just fucking solidified that so by the time it got to where I found out what a dominatrix was and that you could do this for a living I already had I'm five foot five with eight feet of fucking attitude I really don't give a fuck what you think you know because I've been discriminated in every possible way so you're either gonna internalize that self and start believing the bullshit that people tell you, or you just gonna be like, I don't give a fuck about people and what they say. And that's the direction I went. So when it, you know, came time for that, it was like shit. I whoop a motherfucker. I will, I will whoop your ass. Um, <laughs> uh, make fun of you, call your name. Shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you sure? You sure? Because I, I roll hard that way. Like I can I'll hurt your fucking feelings now. So the way that I was naturally is what you know people started being like oh man you should do that for a living and shit you know and cause there was some like little shit in the paper from dominatrixes and this one friend I had she was like oh you would be perfect for that shit and I was like nah man that ain't a real fucking job that shit is not sustainable <laughs> but I didn't like my job at the time so I tried it and I- I've been doing it ever since and I didn't think I was going to be good, because it was like, well, how how is this supposed to play out? Like, you know how a doctor is supposed to act, or how a waitress is supposed to act, but how is a dominatrix supposed to act? And I was like, I don't know, let me hit up some, some chicks who do it. Mm-hmm. Man, no love, no love, none at all. So I was like, well, fuck, it ain't hard to spank someone, and to fucking make fun of them, and you know... whoop them with shit. That's, that's not hard. That's, you don't hit them in the organs and shit. It's like common sense. And, uh, you know, it was just natural. And I think that's why it worked so well for me. Cause there's a lot of girls that like me and my slave were watching this, this YouTube video the other day and this chick and her so-called slaver up there. And I mean, he was disobedient. She was like, she, is, she seemed like she wasn't really dominant. She was playing the role for him. Um, and that shit just, I can, I can spot it a mile away because that's not who you truly are. And so I think that's why this has worked so well for me. And one of the biggest compliments I got during sessions was like, oh my God, you're so real. I don't become Mistress Rage. Mistress Rage, This what you hear right now is always me. Mistress Rage is merely a stage name for privacy. I don't, like, put on a corset and become a dominatrix or become Mistress Rage. Nah, man. Like, I wake up like this shit. (laughs) Because I know. (laughs) This is is me with slaves or with friends. If I I fucking, when I worked at the college, this was me with my fucking boss, I don't give a shit. So, yeah. That happened first. But not because... You know, it was just survival. Like when you are put in life and death situations and survival situations, you're on a different level. Like you're on a you're you're on a different fucking level of functioning. And the problem with that now is that, you know, um, when I was working on my bachelor's degree, I was invited to be the social media liaison for blah blah blah, whole mouthful of shit from school. And that was all great. So I go to the dinner at someone's house and, you know, wear fucking what I call professional shoes. Right. I hate fucking professional shoes. Like, I wore them once. I was like, not doing this anymore. And I'm sitting in this room full of people who are all college educated. Don't get me wrong. I can fucking hold my own with all of them. But I can't really relate to people in a normal way because... When you've had to, like, when you're fucking two feet away from someone shooting at you, you got bullet holes in your dress, you're, you're not, you're not a regular person. Not to say, like, I never got PTSD. It never fucked me up. I don't know how I don't have anxiety or some shit. I have no idea how I came out of it okay. Um, but the problem is I'm sitting in a room full of people and I just don't relate to them. On the same level of shit, or they'll, they'll be complaining about something about in their life. And I'm looking at them like, you have no idea how fucking small that is. Like you, you really don't know the world at all. And it amazes me more that like, okay, one day I was talking to my friend and we were talking about, um, sexual predators who use the the term transgender to access places where women and girls are so they can be so they can prey on these people they're not real transgender they're just using the term because oh yeah now that i all i have to do is say that's what i am and i can get in here now so we were talking about it and this bitch comes like comes walking by she's like well i don't mind using the bathroom with my transsexual co-workers and it's like bitch first of all you're full of shit because where we live right now we have uh two transgender people i know them both and they don't fucking work with you Second of all, with your virtue signaling ass, good for you, Miss Woke O'Clock in the fucking Morning. Mm. But I said, and that's because if you're even telling the truth, you're going to the bathroom with real transgender people. It's no different than going to the bathroom with someone who was born a woman. They're not trying to fucking peek on you and show you their wiener and shit. All right. And she was like, oh, oh, so what? All transgender people are predators. I said, that's exactly the opposite of what I just fucking said. They're not but you know they're being made to look bad because of people who are oh so there's that many sexual predators it's like yeah there's like i think 900,000 registered sex offenders in america and half of them live somewhere in my fucking area for some reason like my area has a disproportionately large number of them for some reason so so and she's looking at me she's like oh like yeah like you know i was like bitch (laughs) <laughs> here's my fucking business card yes I do know because I talk to these motherfuckers um, so, so don't I'm studying to be a therapist like trust when I say you have no idea what's out there and there was a serial killer um, here in the Rochester area and Shawcross his name was Shawcross and I watched an interview with him and uh, they asked him something to the effect of what would you like people to know and he's in prison and he's saying he's saying there's some really evil people in the world and they said are you evil he said a little bit this is a guy who cut a bitch's head off and fucking you know killed her he's saying he's only a little evil Wow. and what, what he has seen in prison surpasses that greatly people don't understand what's really in the world and I do I've seen it. I've seen things that I'll tell you about, not even on the air, I'll tell you about. The shit I've seen is like, dude, there's not a word for it. So I sit in a room full of people and they're talking about bullshit daily problems and I can't do this and I can't do that. And it's like, man, (laughs) I have no fucking idea. So I can't relate because I'm sitting here like, this is some pussy ass shit. I just can't like... This is weak. I see a lot of like, man, you just, you don't even know. So I have a hard time relating to people. Sometimes I can sit in a room full of people and I always blend in. Well, people like me, I'm really funny. I get invited to parties just because I'm fucking funny, but I can sit in that room full of people talking to this room full of people. And also feel totally alone in the room full of people. Like, nobody here really understands. And I've told people on occasion some of the shit that I've seen and experienced, and they cry. They, like, live legit tears crying. And it's like, dude, I live that shit. So, you know, when I'm sitting here in a college boardroom, and they're fucking doing their college bullshit, that you know, they're living in their ivory towers and shit, I'm just sitting here like, you don't even fucking understand psychology, like, at all. Yeah, you know, depression and anxiety, but if if somebody like me or the people that I knew, and I knew people, look, like, I had a rough, and it was okay, like, it was okay with me, but there were people I knew that suffered big time. And if they walk into a therapist's office, and, and a therapist hasn't, doesn't even know this shit hasn't experienced it hasn't seen it that therapist isn't going to be helpful at all and that's why so many people with really big problems don't get the help they need there's not enough people who have seen evil people think they've seen evil no the fuck you haven't (laughs) you haven't you haven't seen evil you know what i'm saying just just yeah, <laughs> people think they have. What you've seen is mean and cool, but you haven't seen the devil in his eyes because he's out there and it's shit that'll change who the fuck you are forever. So I was already set in stone. Becoming a dominatrix shaped it a little bit because what it did is um, I matured during the time I was a dominatrix. So I interests of mine changed as you become mature I was always very confident not not arrogant but confident um, to where when I meet women they sometimes don't like me because they think I'm a bitch and, and I'm not, I'm very friendly I'm just not worried about what the fuck you think All right. so, so being a dom kind of upped that a little bit because now not only are you confident but now you know you have the power and ability to make people do shit that others never normally get to make people do and you know what i mean so it makes you understand exactly it it takes the confidence and adds knowledge and power and if you don't let that shit go to your head if you remain level-headed about it 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 makes you a very interesting person because you look at the world in a very different way. In one way, it's more understanding because you've seen such a wide spectrum of normal, you know what I'm saying? Like in the criminal world, behavior that regular people go, that's some fucked up, crazy behavior. In a certain world on the streets, that's normal behavior for that situation. So I can look at a wider range of behaviors without judging it as disorder or abnormal. I can look at people and go, yeah, you know what, you're an angry, violent person, Uh. but knowing knowing where you came from, I get it. Like you couldn't have turned out any other way. It had to be this way for that kind of upbringing. Whereas other people judge that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so for me, it's good because when I meet Sexy Pirate, uh. and he, and he's hungry, I don't have a problem talking to him like a human being and having lunch with him at the bus stop. At the same time, I can now, 15 minutes later, go in front of a classroom of 250 people and give a presentation on brain systems. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so so it makes you more flexible it makes you smarter if you pay attention it gives you like i can read people so good because of all this but at the same time i recognize that these experiences make me a very different kind of person than most other people and that's why i relate well combat veterans i relate very well to Um, people who've grown up in areas with a lot of violence, I can relate very well to because they understand what it's like to see the part of society that nobody else sees. And this is why a lot of cops are assholes, because cops are in this world too. This is what they see all fucking day. Prison guards, shit like that. There's a reason that certain people seem like assholes. They're not assholes, they're hard, because they gotta be. Because if you're not, well then, you know, you can stare into the abyss. It's going to stare back. Is it going to destroy you? Or are you going to crawl into that motherfucker and become the boss? How are you going to handle it? So, yeah, it's it's weird. But the, the job came as a natural progression of my attitude. I was just a fucking... I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I give a fuck a little bit more now, but only in so far as like if I want this internship in about six months I have to start applying for my doctorate program and after that I will have to do internships so I I care how you think about me if it's like oh I want this internship I want to get accepted to this program uh you know whatever the fuck I need this person to approve of me in order to get to where I want to go Outside of that, I don't really care what people think. Yeah. And it's and that that came from being uh, both a dominatrix and having lived on the streets before that. Because as a dominatrix, you're a whore. You're a piece of shit. You know, you're just like every kind of scumbag. You know, It doesn't matter that what you're doing is legal and anything like that. People paint a picture in their head about you and they treat you that way. And the same thing with being on the streets. You know? And I ran with very hard people. People who tattooed their face before that shit was cool. Um, back when it meant you were a thug. Right. <laughs> so I've been used to being judged. So it by the end of it, I really just... I had a freedom from all that. So, So I was that way at first. And domination just magnified it and refined it. Hmm. And now now with my ass <laughs> 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 you know it's kind of it's kind of difficult like having this kind of freedom is difficult because then when you go to school and your professor says some dumb shit and you're like that's that's dumb shit like that i could prove that's not fucking true you can't really play it like that because you know, when you get graded, when you get graded on math, it don't matter if the professor likes you. Two plus two is fucking four, so fuck you. Right. But when you're writing essays and research papers, it's all about how much the teacher fucking likes your paper. Well, if they don't like you, unconsciously they're gonna be stricter on your paper. So it's sometimes hard for me not to be like. Oh my God, you fucking asshole. Or you fucking cunt. My last class, this fucking bitch, this fucking bitch, she tells us at the beginning of the semester, your final paper has to be a minimum of eight pages. Okay. Max, maximum of 20. All right, cool. So I'll do about halfway between that. I'll do about 15. So I got like 15. And then the teacher... Four days, four days before this fucking project is due, somebody asked about it because they're like, over here it says 20 pages, you said eight. She's like, oh, no, the minimum is 20 pages. And this bitch is due in four days. What? Now, what I want to say is... That's not what she said. Right, right. And I had, and you know, you're sitting here with a PhD and you don't, like, do you not know your fucking class or what? Because... Like, I'm really not wanting to pay you money right now. You don't even know what the fuck you're doing. Um, and you haven't offered me any good feedback this semester, so why the fuck am I paying you for this shit? And you can't say it like that. (laughs) because people in academia, they get their feelings hurt so fucking easy. They're just, I'm not saying all of them, because I've met some professors, they're some hard asses. Um usually they're veterans but (laughs) for the the most part like there was one teacher she gave me a b because she said i didn't answer a question i answered the fucking question there's a whole goddamn paragraph about it now i know you're not reading the whole fucking paper and so i i fucking wrote her i was like hey you gave me a b because you said i didn't do this i did that here's where it is so i'll expect my grade raised that's what it is like I don't give a fuck and she's like well you should have asked me nicely to raise your grade no bitch no I don't have to ask you for something I fucking earned and did how about you do your fucking job asshole and this bitch man I had to go to I had to go to her boss over her because she was just she was like oh uh you use too many semicolons in your in your uh paper and I didn't understand what you were saying Bitch, I used one semicolon, which was used correctly in the last sentence of the paper. So, so for real, bitch, and and I should be allowed to say that, like, bitch, the fuck, fuck you, but you can't, and that's difficult for me. It's like shut up, <laughs> just shut up, stop talking right now. And my face, I know I get the look of death hey, I'm because say it's been yeah, can
0: see it in your face.
1: Yeah, but I can never play professional poker because my face gets 100% <laughs> away. So so I'm looking at this bitch like, I will fucking curb you out in the parking lot and fucking curb stomp you, bitch. You know, like, and you can't say that. You can't behave that way. Like, man, and I'm sitting here and then I see these little fucking college assholes and the way they fucking act. And it's like, you know, there are people in this world that if you do that to them... They'll cut your fucking throat. Right. I've known a few of them. Right. Oh, that would that would never happen. It's like, bitch, you lucky I have a career ahead of me because so <laughs> I might knock you the fuck out. Just I fuck you up just to fucking wake you up, stupid. And, and people live so ignorantly of of what you know. Oh, this will never happen. That doesn't exist. Those kind of people don't exist. And yeah, they do. I right. know them.
0: Yeah, they're blinged in real
1: life. Them. Yeah. So it changes you. The whole thing changed me. But, you know, it is what it is. Like, I'm just me. And it worked. (laughs) All that time, I thought I was just an asshole. It turns out (laughs) I'm a domination
0: without a whip. Right. Because I know, like, uh, when I tell people that I know you and stuff, and they're like, you're not a sub, are you? I'm like, "Uh, no.
1: No, and let me say that while we're on the air, he's definitely not. So, so, we'll just clear that up right now. There's not a submissive bone in that body. Mm-hmm. No,
0: no. not <laughs> not here, Playboy. Nope, mm-hmm.
1: no, nope, definitely not that. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny sometimes cuz I've heard a few times like, well, you don't act like a dominatrix. First of all, punk, are you one? Then you don't fucking know how the fuck we act. I am one, so I know how the fuck I can act. Second of all, I'm the dog. I can act any fucking way I want. <laughs> if I want to be nice, I'll fucking be nice. Fuck you. Right. Since you want an asshole, I'm about to show you how that looks too, motherfucker. So I get that too. Like, whoa, you don't, you don't act like a dominator. the way you want me to stick my fist up your fucking ass and tickle your fucking throat there, bitch?
0: Right, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is one supposed to act like?
1: Yeah, uh, like what I walk around in a corset and eight inch heels? Fuck that. Have you ever got blisters from those heels? Fuck <laughs> that shit. I'm gonna wear flip-flops right now. I haven't I haven't taken sweatpants, I haven't worn jeans in like forever. <laughs> so there, motherfuckers. <laughs> Flip flops, sweatpants. <laughs> and I still fuck you up. Wet britches <laughs> so yeah you know and, and I think honestly if I really think back to all the the doms I know the best ones the really the incredible ones were ones that were really just being themselves the ones that put on an act to kind of role play it there's nothing wrong with that you know there's people that are into that too but it's not authentic and I can tell and the subs can tell And other real doms can tell. Like, you're not really fooling anybody. And there are people that... They're just not built for this. Nothing against them. They're beautiful. They dress nice. Good dungeons. But it's not who they are. They just don't have that... They don't have a comfort level... With power and control.
2: Right.
1: You know? And the the dominatrixes who are good at this... They're very comfortable... With, with being in control, with having power, and not feeling like they owe somebody something for having that position. And they're all very natural. They're not trying to be anybody, they're not. And I think that's, what's, that's what makes it, because if you're gonna do this for a living, you should, like, it shouldn't be fake. You know what I'm saying? You should, if, if you're gonna be a professional, you gotta be good at it. Well, some people I've known can fake it really, really well. But that's only like two or three people and they've been doing it a long time. So that kind of changes their dynamic in that, but you know, the best ones are the real ones. They're, they're the real ones. So that's what I would, you know, anybody who wants to go into this, go into it for the role that you are, you know, you're not going to last long if you're not comfortable in a dominant position because you're just not going to last long unless you learn to feel comfortable with that very quickly. And for some women, this job does this. Um, having to be in control of other people is weird to them at first, and then they become very comfortable with it, and then they discover this dominance and this this um, part of them that they didn't know they had. They've kind of cultivated it. But the rest of them... Yeah, good try, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> You know, (laughs) good try. You gave it a go. I don't hate you for it. So it helps to have this attitude. Not as hardcore as me, because let me tell you, for the people listening, like, I'm not your average dominatrix. I am much further out there on the hardcore level of the spectrum than most other people are. So, so I come out of, you know, I'm, I have a little bit of a different perspective maybe than other dominatrixes, but if you're, if you're going to do it the way I did it, and I specialized in SM and humiliation, so you got to be fucking hard to do that shit, you, you got to really be able to be mean, and it has to be authentic without being hateful, you know what I'm saying, because the person's supposed to leave there having had fun, and not really having their feelings hurt like honestly you know where it's going to fuck them up you don't want to do that so so you got to be good at reading people but you got to be comfortable with being a full-fledged asshole right so and if you're not you know if you're more like the nice kind of lady, hey, there's still a place for these girls. Because, you know, you could do foot fetish or role play or more of the sensual. I'm gonna tie you up and tackle your nipples. Um, You know? (laughs) So there's a place for women who aren't like me. You don't have to be like me. You don't have to be a bitch. You don't have to be an asshole. And I'm really not a bitch. Um, It's just that women who are Solid in in their beliefs and directives come off as being bitchy, All right? And you have to be okay with that. <laughs> you have to be okay with people thinking that way of you. Um, it shouldn't matter. If it does, then what I do, the way I do it, is not for you. You got toughen up, or you got to do something a little lighter. You can do like. Do sissification. Dress them up and put them over your knee and spank them. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Little shit like that. There's there's a huge, huge area for that. Um, But if you're gonna be, if you're gonna present yourself as a hard ass, you gotta really be one. And these guys can smell it from a mile away when you're not. So, my (laughs) badassery, my fucking tough bitch shit, it, I just fell right into it. <laughs> like, oh my god, you're 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 such a mean woman. I was like, fuck you, you little shit. Because he was getting on my nerves. I didn't know I was turning him on. That motherfucker gave me so much money. I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. So it was like, okay. And then a couple of years later I learned what all this shit was. And I was like, hey, I do this to people. Yeah. <laughs> they wrote this story about me yes. <laughs> And then it was like, oh shit, I'm one of these girls
2: I'm a rock,
0: okay. that's funny.
1: you know so it, it kind of it was weird the way it all just it fit together and I think the reason it fit together was because when you're a woman like me, You attract certain kind of people to you. Every person attracts certain kind of people. Well, the kind of people that I attract are fucking lunatic thugs. (laughs) Because I'm not scared of them. Like, yeah, you're a badass. Who gives a shit? Whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Um, So them and very, very, very submissive men... um, because as soon as they see, they can smell a strong woman. Like, I smell her somewhere in the mall here. <laughs> and they'll go shopping. Like, they can, they can smell dominance like a shark can smell blood in the fucking water. Um, so, I, and as I look back on my life, even before becoming a dominatrix, it occurred to me that I've been attracting these guys all along. Even back into fucking junior high school. You know what I'm saying? I had this dude and he wasn't my type oh, he was a cool dude like I hung out with a little bit of everybody but you know I was into very hardcore kind of people like I wasn't dating a future lawyer that's just wasn't <laughs> what going to happen I'm fucking the dude that hadn't come to school for a year and a half cause he's out there selling weed so,
0: to the so teacher <laughs> you know? putting that work
1: Right, right, they were a husband and shit, <laughs> so, but, and I didn't know it at the time, until, like, years later, I thought about it. This kid, I had a feeling he kinda liked me. This was not unusual, so I didn't really pay him much money. But one day, he was like, I bet you that you wouldn't punch me in the nose. Mm. I was like, how much are you betting me? He's like, $10? when you're in junior high, $10, that's the shit, right? So, I fucking clocked him. I didn't even say another word. He had the money. He was holding. Him. I fucking clocked him. Took his money. And I thought after that, like, I was going to get suspended or he, he was going to try to fight me. I didn't fucking know. Whatever. I got $10. So, um he got up and he was like, I didn't think you'd hit me. <laughs> and I was like, well, clearly you don't know me very well. Right. And after that, I could not get rid of this motherfucker everywhere I went. Would you like me to carry your lunch for you? I was like, get away from me, weird dude! Can you do math homework? And that's the problem. Like, I got the highest grades in school, so I couldn't even get anybody to do my homework for me. So, like, I didn't really have much to gain. Like, I, give me your quarters, you bitch! I want chocolate milk. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was like this way back, way. I remember I was five, and this dude Christian liked me, and um. I wouldn't kiss him. (laughs) And uh, so he brought me lip gloss. (laughs) And I took the lip gloss and I put it on. I kissed him on the cheek. And that's the only kiss he ever got. And I put that lipstick on in front of him every day. Like, yeah, my cherry flavor. (laughs) Not trying to be mean. They liked it. It was weird. And I understood that back then without understanding it, if that makes sense. So, yeah. I've just always been a
0: boss, I guess. just kind of
1: fell into it. Right. That is
0: is too fun.
1: You know, just when you're exposed to certain things, you turn hard or you turn soft, you know? And I never was going to be soft. It was just like, nah. I don't know why. I have no idea. Because people around me that experience the same thing, man, that some of them people are not alive today. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know what made me different than them you know psychology talks about a factor of resilience and i believe that's it but we don't know where resilience comes from we can't like pinpoint what is that it's not generally learned so i don't know it's just i guess who i was
0: Right. yeah just Just just, just meant to be type things
1: yeah and you know in psychology there's a guy named Young. He had studied under Freud. He's just a little less crazy. (laughs) And he talks about and there's a guy named Jordan Peterson who's a current professor of psychology. Brilliant, brilliant man. And uh, they both talk about the monster within. We all have what we call the dark side or the shadow side or our inner monster. We all have one. Every fucking one of us has one. Some of us embrace ours. And I embrace mine. You know what I'm saying? I used that part of me that became hard and aggressive to, to face things and understand things and go places other people can't handle. So um, other people, they, they don't embrace theirs. They deny it. Oh, I don't have those kind of thoughts. Like, you've never wanted to just slap the shit out of somebody? Right. No. I would never think that way. Bitch, you a damn liar. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or
1: you, or you are motherfucking Teresa. No, no. And, and so you know what we do with that monster can be very productive it can drive us to very good productive places which mine does but you know others let their shit get out of control they get violent. they commit crimes no impulse control you know shit like that so you gotta accept that part of yourself and you just gotta understand you got that in you and in the people that say they don't I'll say this if somebody was about to kill your fucking child and you could shoot them or stab them or do something to if the only way to stop him from killing your child was to, to shoot him, would you do it? Nine out of ten parents, maybe more, would say, Fuck yes. Of course. Yeah. absolutely. There, yeah, and you should. You should. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's your monster. Yeah. There's your monster. We all have it. Mine is just a little bit different than other people because it has had to be. That's all. That's all. But there there's evil out there, man. People don't fucking know. Oh yeah, it, it's it's, it's out ideas. there.
0: It's like in, in in places that you would least expect it also.
1: Oh <clears throat> yeah. Like,
0: I never thought he'd do that. He killed everybody.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Nice. Or you know, when they interview like Dahmer's neighbors, he was such a nice, quiet young right. man. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, because if evil looked like evil we could just see it and stop right. it. It exactly. wouldn't even have to happen. Right, you could recognize it. I mean, he... Right.
0: He... hid very well.
1: Right. And Look at good. the Boy Scouts in the church. Look That's at that shit, yeah. man. You know, all because those are good people. They wouldn't do that. They're good people. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Some of the nicest, best, most volunteering, church-going motherfuckers you ever met got the devil inside exactly. or they hide a beast <laughs> yeah
0: you know it's like just popes and stuff molesting kids it's like yeah
1: you would yeah
0: never ever suspect that you know and it just happened to get out yeah i'm you know, like because like i don't a lot of stuff i'm not even surprised by it
1: no you know
0: because uh-huh. it's 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 the nature of the beast i mean it's 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 people i mean yeah oh my god can you believe it yeah yeah
1: people are evil people are are capable of immense evil and and something to think about is this um when when wild animals fight when two lions fight they don't usually fight to the death They fight until one knows he's lost, and then he gives up and walks away. Right, territories,
0: like dominance.
1: The exception is chimpanzees. Chimpanzees get into these weird wars with other factions of chimps, and they'll fucking kill them. But, you know, chimpanzees are only two chromosomes off from us, so that explains shit. But, Hmm. like, when other animals kill to eat, not very many... I can't think of any animal besides humans and chimps that kill just to kill. You know, um, that Shawcross dude, they asked him, well, why'd you kill so-and-so? He's like, because I felt like it. And he's looking at them like, what are you, stupid? Like, what the fuck would you, you know? Because I fucking felt like it. It was no different than asking him why he made macaroni and cheese for dinner because I fucking wanted to. Right. Um, And animals don't, they don't do that. We do that. We do that. We kill for fun. So... We kill for sex, you know, We and, and sexual sadists, they're the worst. Like, they're, they'll do anything. They will do anything to get who they want. They're the scariest fucking group. Um, but animals don't do that. We do that. We're fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I know. whatever made us different from all the other animals, we're, we're fucked up. We're fucked up. We'll kill each other. For no, no reason. For money, greed. The, uh, the, the fucking motherfuckers in some store. Someone asks someone to wear a mask, and then they end up dead. Like animals don't kill each other over some fucking trifling like that. That's us. We have a fucking problem. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we, our species, we're problematic in so many ways, and we're monsters. We're monsters. Whether we know it or not. You know that I'm a good person? I'm a good person, bitch. You're wrecking the earth driving around in your car. You're fucking slaughtering animals to fucking eat them when you don't have to. We're all monsters, please.
0: Exactly.
1: You know? So recognize that the, the, the strongest people recognize their monster, know how to control it and work with it, and they use it to their advantage. The rest of the people walk around with fucking blinders on. That doesn't happen. That won't happen to me, you know. It's like, yeah. uh, Hopefully it doesn't. I hope. I hope it doesn't. But, you know, you're you're a perfect victim walking around. That's
0: your soccer mom in the suburbs.
1: Yeah, seriously. Like I see in New York, people get ruder than a bitch. Shit that in the South, man, a bitch will tear your ass up over that shit. And they get really like, and they're used to getting away with the way they fucking talk to people. And it's like. I don't think you understand that, you know, my grandpa taught me something when I was young and it stuck with me and I'm glad he taught me. He was a military police officer. uh, When we, when, uh, when Germany got their ass kicked after World War II, you know, they had military police all over. They wanted to keep the Nazis from rising back up and all this other shit. So he was a military police officer there. His commanding officer told him something he told me and it stuck. He said, be careful as you walk through town. Because every downtown area you walk through, you'll walk by three people who would kill you for no fucking reason at all. Remember that. You don't know which three people they're going to be. And that stuck with me. Because I've known people who have done, man, they've been hardcore bangers and fucking... I'm not even going to repeat the shit they did because it was, you know, said because it was incompetence. But, uh. you know, that's true. Because you'd be sitting right next to somebody and not know that he just ate somebody this morning <laughs> you know what i'm saying no, like, <laughs> not in a good
0: not in a good way right
1: right not in that way that that the people like mm-hmm. you know and it might not be the motherfucker you suspect so so if you're one of those caring ass bitches that goes off at the mouth without that ah ah shit like nothing's gonna happen you best be careful because one day one day, the motherfucker you might mouth off to might be the motherfucker standing over you when you wake up at two o'clock in the morning. Those people exist.
0: Getting rid of your cap.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they
0: don't. Yeah, people don't. Um, you know, they think they can just say anything and get away with anything. It's like, uh,
1: yeah, uh,
0: motherfuckers is crazy nowadays.
1: Right. And and I see it getting worse. People. You know, if you flashed a gun or got like physically aggressive and up in someone's shit, a lot of the time they back the fuck down. It's changing now. Man. More people come right back at you with what you just served them. And and now you have a major conflict. So, you know, before you go fucking blah blah blah, you better fucking you better know who the fuck you're dealing with. And if you've never read The Art of War, it's a great book. It's a great book oh, for yeah. life and for war, you know? Yeah. Know, know your fucking opponent, because if you don't...
0: Yeah, it, was required, you know, it was required Required reading for us. Also, the uh, Leadership Trace of Genghis Khan.
1: Oh, I've never read that. Yeah. I'll check that check out. out. All right, cool. I like that kind of shit. They wanted
0: us to read that, so we'd be familiar with war.
1: Yeah, that's cool that's cool that that fucking the art of war that's a good book it, and it's not only just just to understand war but just to understand dealing pe- with people in life mm. and just navigating life in general know your environment right okay. Know who's dealing with yeah. Know you know know what you're up against not
0: walking around with blinders on yeah
1: and i see women all the time you know my I haven't had blinders in a long time. There's not even that thing that holds the blinders on. They're, like, fucking off. Um, So it's funny, because when people say they're woke, I'm like, ha, no the fuck, you're not. You don't know shit, you asshole. Um, So I see people. I'll walk around in the world doing my shit, whatever I'm doing, and I see people all the time that's like, no, <laughs> that that shit you're doing's gonna get you in trouble right there, and nobody thinks it'll happen to them. Statistically, it probably won't, and I hope it doesn't. But it's gonna happen to somebody, why not you? All right,
0: because I know um, a friend of mine. Uh, a week or so ago, I guess he uh, he uh, works at the range. He's he's an uh, instructor, actually, shooting instructor. And I I just seen him that day, you know, and he posted on uh, Facebook. He's like, yeah, I was like at the, uh, at the store on on my way home. And this young, young jit rolled up on me, talking about, you know what this is. (laughs) (laughs) And he like, he stood there. And then it's like, the other guy that was with him, walked up. He's like, no, 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 not him, not him. This dude, he'll kill you. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> and he did
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, and Ryan just laughed. He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know. And he would. He's, he's from up uh, he's from Jersey. I think he's from Jersey. Mm-hmm.
1: But he's like, Yeah, I'd kill. Mm-hmm. Both oh guys. yeah. Yeah. And you know, a smart criminal can a smart criminal picks their victim wisely because they scope out the 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 shit that they need.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Like, oh, this person looks weak. They look scared. They don't look like they peg They don't walk with... People people with certain abilities walk a certain way. They carry themselves. The military stands out to me. Military and police stand out to me hardcore. But just... I can look at people and be like, he'll fuck you up. Like he, He'll he stab you in the neck and watch you <laughs> bleed. Like, he's that kind of dude. It's all in the eyes. Look in the eyes. You can always see in the eyes. Uh, a certain kind of motherfucker got a certain kind of look to him. And, the, and, and a dumb criminal will walk right up. It's ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like, oh, shank, shank, shank for you. <laughs> so,
0: like, my thing now is, yeah, that... That big bulge in my pants, trust me, that ain't fitting.
1: <laughs> Whichever one you think it is, you don't want it in right. you. Right. <laughs> you don't want this. This ain't what you want. Right. This <laughs> is
0: not what you want.
1: Right. <laughs> you know, I, I hide mine. I don't, you know, because if you're going to play, let's play. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. I ain't going to hide it. I just think people need to be more aware of their surrounding. You don't have to go through what I went through. You know, you don't have to be like that. You know, that's pretty extreme. I don't wish that shit on most people. Only about three people. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate those motherfuckers. But, um, you know, you know, people, they do need to be really aware. And, and being a dominatrix taught me that, too, because I had, I had two different incidents. One time I, I chased a guy out with a gun. This motherfucker thought he was gonna hold me up with a BB gun. Like, ain't hey, that some There's shit? No baby. Like, you think I don't know a BB gun? Motherfucker. Now <laughs> I'm mad. Now I'm mad because you
0: think I'm serious. I'm insulted.
1: Right. Like, how dare you? I'm <laughs> like, come on, man. And then, um, what was the other dude? The other dude, he was my first dude I got from the internet after I set up my little AOL homepage, website, wannabe shit. And um, I, I i didn't vet him properly and i i regretted that well i had security on hand at the time dude didn't know that wasn't his fucking business so he comes in and you know and i go through it, like have you done this before and whatever because you never done this before i'm not gonna go full mistress rage on you because you can't handle it right. like i have people that have been doing this 20 years that are very challenged by a session with me so i would adjust the extremity of my session to match the experience level of the person so for a new person you know I'm gonna go light I'm gonna introduce them to a lot of different shit so they can learn see what they like whatever so I kind of scream this guy about his history and shit um he's into face slapping and verbal humiliation hey hey Mm. um but the problem with face slapping Damage to the face, uh, and this is seen in murder cases, when someone has a lot of, like, murder to the, like, i a kid, that killed a bitch in the face. It's usually very personal. So you have to be careful because that can create a very bad reaction in the person you're slapping. So I always ask people, have you done this before? Because if they haven't, we need to go about it a certain way. But if you say, yeah, I've done that shit before, I've done it a lot of times, like, all right, you never had a problem? All right, cool. Here's your safe word, let's go. Well, this motherfucker, like I did some face slapping and some whipping and his response pattern changed. And that's the thing is the dominatrix, all you people thinking about it, it ain't just tying a motherfucker up and whipping them. Like you got to know anatomy. You got to know what nerve endings are. You got to know where you can and can't put pressure on the fucking body. You know, you got to know CPR. I had a dude pass out one day because he didn't tell me he passes out when his hands are above his head. Fucking dick so <laughs> you got to be able to lift a human body like there's there's more to this than most people think it's all that behind the scenes shit well so his response pattern changes you got to notice a response pattern because you give somebody a safe word which is an emergency word it means please stop stop right, for real because right. some people like to be like oh no please don't and what they mean is like oh god yeah, more yeah, more. yeah keep going keep going yeah so the safe word means stop for real but here's the problem if they're having an emergency they might not be able to say that word so you still have to monitor for that so when i saw his response pattern change it went his response pattern dropped off he's standing there he's good he's holding his own weight but he's not talking back to me so now i stop hitting him i stop everything and and I work it into the scene so we're not leaving the playtime, but I start speaking to him because now I need to watch is dude having a heart attack? Is he just having a problem, you know, handling this? Too much stimulation, you know. Is he having an allergic reaction to something he didn't know he was allergic to latex or some shit so you got to kind of got to kind of watch right. and then and and so I stopped stepped away from him and I noticed his face was beet red well sometimes that's indicative of a heart problem that's about to happen so like all right we're going to let him down in a minute I'm just kind of talking to him real gentle real cool real friendly mm-hmm. to kind of bring him down from wherever the fuck he was at and out of nowhere, he let out this scream that was like, ah, this just fucking black metal scream. And he snaps these ropes. And I'm using parachute cord that's got a 2,000 pound test limit. And he snapped that shit like it was a thread. And he looked at me, and he had this look, and I thought I'm gonna have to stab this motherfucker, Oops. you know. <laughs> uh, it's on now, so you know now I get in a, you know, a fighting stance to get ready. with well, security, my security pops out and fucking knocks him the fuck out. Ah! So now blood goes all over my dungeon foot Son of a bitch! Thank God this is tile. So <laughs> I tell I tell my security dude, I'm like, yo, you need to go through his pockets. Because if he's got a gun or some fucking shit, like, we're dead. So go through his fucking pockets while he's knocked out on the floor. Not to steal money, nothing like that. Sure enough, this motherfucker had a big knife. Now, you know, living in the country, country boys have big knives. Not New Orleans. So, and he was from the city. So, no. And it wasn't being carried like a normal pocket knife, you know, or hunting knife that you're wearing your belt. Right. Tucked away. So I, I had a lot of reason to believe that, and then it was two days before Christmas, too. People get weird around that time and shit. <laughs> I, I had every reason to believe that this was something planned. So dude kind of wakes up a little bit and he's like, what the fuck, man? And it was like, I have your knife. Please understand if you make one fucking move, that's not toward the fucking door with your clothes. I'm going to cut your goddamn throat. You're not going to come in here and do this. Because there have been men that have killed dominatrixes before. Oh, i sure. there, there was one. Um, he shot her like six times in New York City years and years ago. And he dug all the bullets out of her head except like one. I mean, so, you know, this is, this is a realistic risk if you do this for a living. You know and i was real safe and i still had those two instances there was one dude um i guess he thought he was gonna be intimidating with his ass i don't even fucking know because i would just tell people i never took the money from people i just said like put it on the table and after i tied him up i count the money and put it up in a place they couldn't see so um in this case i left it out and I don't know why. Never, never fucking do a variation of your routine when it comes to safety. And so, I guess he he, he tried to pull some shit like, oh well, I'm really just not into this. And I was like, all right, then I'll let
2: <laughs> You can leave. <laughs>
1: like, you know, and that's okay. Like sometimes you try lobster and discover you don't like it. Whatever. And he wanted his money back. And I was like, see, bro, that's what we're not gonna do. Right? <laughs> yeah. <you're not> using <laughs> like
0: money back. I have
1: a the- yeah, no refund policy. You know, I'll see if a friend of mine can give you a half-hour massage, you know, to make up for the time, whatever. He's like, no, I just want my money back. And he started walking over to where the money was. Like, oh, no, the oh Oh, see, see, no. So I went over, I grabbed it, and I stick it way down in my bra. So if you're going to try to get it, bitch, you're going to have to go through me. And then you're going to have to find it in this big-ass fucking thing down here. Right, you got to climb so, over in
0: that motherfucking...
1: Yeah, getting, you know. It, bring your flashlight. Right. There's two people. They, they went in in 1987. Still ain't found a way he's out yet. Still um, down there, y'all. They're still down there. Um, So this dude walks up on me real close. And he's tall. He's like 6'2". But I, I don't give a... Like, this motherfucker weighs 12 pounds. <laughs> and I can see by his doughy body, which I just saw perfectly undressed, that you ain't about shit. So I got this. Also, security guys in the fucking room behind you. Mm -hmm. He'll fuck you up. He was just, I just picked the baddest motherfucker off of Bourbon Street and was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um he was he was known as the knockout king. So he was my security. And um dude tried this dude tried to step up on me like to be intimidating. And I'm laughing because like, nah, dude. You and I can tell he's so bold he's done this before he's definitely done this before so now i know i gotta call all the other fucking adult workers in the area and talk to them to see who this guy is you know so little little shit like that it does fucking happen man it's it's crazy it's crazy people are weird (laughs) you know what i mean they're dangerous you gotta be smart you gotta be tough you know there's a book um that kind of talks about the subject of the benefit of being hard what is the book called it's called anti-fragile and i don't remember who wrote it but it's readily available on amazon and it talks about you know how when we make people and things too easy that it kind of weakens everyone and and i i agree because i'm watching it happen as the decades pass you know um and he talks about how adversity and challenges and things like that can actually make for a better person because it toughens you up, you know. And once you deal with a few tough situations, it becomes very easy to deal with other ones because you know you're capable of doing it. You, you've learned that you have the strength and the determination and the skill to do it. Right. So it's a great, great book to read. So so definitely check that out.
0: Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: What are
0: we on now? Eighty-one minutes. Yeah. yeah, we're breaking records. Yeah, we're, we're breaking records this evening, y'all. We got raw
1: and and uncensored rage. And you know, we started with a topic idea, and then we were like, you know
0: what? Fuck it. Right. Yeah. So we're like, we're we're, we're pretty pretty good at the uh,
1: ad living. You know, I think it's just because we have good stories. Oh yeah. We have good stories, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious to hear what your readers think of them now and what they think now of, do they agree do, uh, about, you know, being tough? Is it a good thing? Should people try to be less tough? I, I hear a lot of people like, oh, well, you know, my, my, one of my moms, she was like, it's okay to live softly. Like well you go and fucking do that then. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know? Go out there with your Werther's originals and live softly. Like that's not my shit. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything soft. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Nothing.
0: Yeah, I mean soft will get you taken advantage of.
1: And where I was, it did. The people who the people who ended up dead, they ended up pimped out. They ended up beaten up. You know they ended up being um unwilling drug mules for fucking gangs you know all these things people i don't want to say soft is is, it's a bad thing because it can be okay you know we need some softness in the world to balance out hard motherfuckers but like you can be you can be soft in a bad way and and i see that a lot like oh you're you're aggressive i've been told that before aggressive i was like i just told you that this document wasn't turned in and you needed to finish it by the due date or we're all getting an f on the project i i, I didn't have any tone of voice i'm just stating the fact that's very aggressive and, and i always laugh because it's like you know what you want I don't think you know what it is. Let me show you. Let me show you two different things. And then I think you'll learn that what I'm saying is not aggressive. It's just straightforward. So that's what's hard about college. In my personal life, I say whatever the fuck I want. Whenever I want. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you're sitting in a classroom (laughs) and these people are just spouting dumb shit and they're trying to teach. One teacher tried to tell our class... Transvestites don't come outside. I was like, there's one outside the fucking classroom. You said they don't here. come outside right now. <laughs> yeah, they don't come outside. Transvestites don't come outside. It's like you haven't been to Walmart at 2 30 in the morning. So, Clearly. I
0: mean, how does it function if they don't come outside?
1: Right, right. I guess she was trying to say they don't come out dressed, and I'm like, there's a dude in a dress. With a beard in the hallway—that's transvestite—and he does it every day, and he's outside right now, so that just blows your whole fucking statement out of the water. And I like to argue; you're you're misinforming people, and people are being are paying you to inform them correctly. So I kind of get this little fucking bee in my bonnet there, and it was still on—it was still on the goddamn test, stupid bitch. But it's just like. People are lost, man. They don't they don't understand the real world. They they don't get it. And if you disagree with people, especially now you're being aggressive and and it's like, you know what? Y'all don't fucking know aggressive until you've watched a bitch get her teeth punched in because she looked at a motherfucker wrong. She didn't even say shit. She just fucking looked at a motherfucker, sucked her teeth, and he knocked mm-hmm. those goddamn teeth right out of her fucking mouth. Every fucking one in the front. So that's real that's that's real life exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> all these protesters the government is nazis because they're forcing us into quarantine like hey you're not under martial law second of all i can tell you've never really seen oppression because <laughs> if you had you would know this is not what that looks right. like <laughs> and you i know with the place you've been you've definitely seen oppression Shit. What? Cool. These people here in America, I'm oppressed.
0: Yeah, you, you have no idea.
1: Yeah, the man is keeping me power. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if he has that much power, I want to work for him because that's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> that he can, he can keep you in your house without even telling you that you'll get arrested if you go outside. Look right. at that shit. Mm-hmm. Ain't that some fucking brain not, even, not even a threat. <laughs> Right. Go on go on Yeah, you you don't know oppression, you don't know, like I knew this lady, I met her in one of my classes and you got all these snotty ass white kids from rich families talking about their woke and social justice and we gotta help the black people. It's like, look, I think white people did enough. <laughs> Maybe y'all just leave black folks alone and let them handle their own goddamn business. They don't yeah. need us, all right? So we done
2: enough,
1: <laughs> you know? And, and not only that, that attitude is very common in college classes. And I'm sitting here like, that's so racist. I called it out when That's you're racist as fuck. She's like, why? Why do you think black people need white people's help? They can't do shit on their white own. Like, yeah. They, um, they need the great, the great white savior we've, to come uh, in. we no.
0: had y'all's help before, we'll pass. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So I'm sitting around these people talking about, oh, the oppression of women. Bitch, I've, I've been here fucking 20 years longer than you. I'm not seeing the oppression you're talking about. Like, I've just voted today and I make more than my male counterparts. So, uh, <laughs> you know, if you're being oppressed, it's because you're allowing yourself to do that. Don't, don't allow yourself to be oppressed. You won't be oppressed. It's very simple. Don't bow down to anybody. So they, they don't understand it. And I'm sitting here in class with all these little white kids being so woke, thinking they're just, you know, fucking whatever, Johnny Appleseed and their fucking good ideas and shit. And it's like, man, you have no fucking idea what a, an oppressed woman, lo- you know what an oppressed woman looks like? She's been fucking held hostage for the last 10 years and has had to fuck up to 10 guys a day because if she tries to leave he'll fucking kill her bitch that's oppression tell me again how you were held back in your life today you you didn't (laughs) yeah you didn't
0: you didn't you didn't get to lose
1: iphone right oppression is women just now got to drive by themselves in saudi arabia within the last couple years (laughs) you know oppression is oh i saw your ankle we're gonna fucking throw boulders right. at you. And yeah,
0: pressure you. is. Yeah, I don't need you as a wife anymore, yeah. so I'm gonna kill you.
1: Yeah, people, people, they don't, they don't understand. But, but people who have seen the shit I've seen, we understand because we've seen it. So I sit here with these people, and I look and I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up, Sally. Just, 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 just shut the fuck up, please. Stop. Just fucking right. stop talking. It's, <laughs> I've had classes where, <laughs> man, it was the wailing and gnashing of teeth. This bitch, first of all, this bitch got a Hitler haircut. Let's start with that. She has the same exact haircut as Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Doesn't even realize it because, you know, she's woke. So, so she don't know shit. So, so she fucking, she's like, Well, you know, I think that because Trump had just won the election, she hated Trump, which, okay, fine, that's cool. And um, she's like, I just think that all the people who are stupid and voted for him, we should have a revolution against those people. And so I'm laughing, like, I'm just sitting here, like, your people don't have the guns. My people have the guns. So let's play, baby girl. Like, (laughs) I'm in the mood. And then, and I didn't say that. Because that would have been very extreme. Not to me, to the classroom, of course. The counselors, they they get their fucking feelings hurt so goddamn easy. It's really amazing how sensitive they fucking are. And um, so what I said instead is, I said, so let me see if I understand what you're saying. You're saying that you want to take people who don't share your political opinion and you want to kill them. And she looked at me, she got her smug look like, you know, and she's one of the angry lesbian chicks that that every man is bad and oppresses women. Like one of the nothing against lesbians, but these kind of people, whether they're lesbian or not, piss me off. It's like, look, not all men are bad. Stop it. So she's like, she's like, I didn't say I wanted to kill him thinking that she's smarter than me and shit. Like, yeah, OK, I said, do you not understand what revolution is, asshole? That's <laughs> cool revolution is sanctioned murder, dude. Um, and then she like kind of shut up like, oh, well, we should just segregate those people, the one half of the United States. And I'm sitting here laughing because like I'm looking at the Jewish dude in class, like, are you gonna say something about the Come on, with, you, with, with the history of what happened to your people, you're not gonna speak on this? Come on. So I looked at her, I said, I said two words. And it fucking flipped a room. I said, so Holocaust much? Uh-huh. <laughs> and people, people threw their chairs over. <laughs> like to where their chairs were laying sidewards on the ground. People got so upset in this classroom, they had to leave the room over that. They they weren't offended that this bitch is talking about killing and segregating people whose political opinions or whatever don't agree with her which is exactly what they did to the jews in nazi germany exact same thing and you got it, the same haircut. right exact Jesus same Christ. Christ. you know so that doesn't offend a single person in this room but saying holocaust much man it was it was actually great it was like i might have to masturbate for this <laughs> cuz <'cause>, uh <clears throat> i i made three people cry and boy if you shed tears in front of me oh, oh it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> so so in in a in a battle of wits not like i don't want some dude to just cry and i'm gonna have sex with <laughs> no, that don't work um <laughs> stuck it up boy but uh you know so these people they fucking they lost their shit one girl she comes up to me And mind you, I don't give a shit what any of these people say. I've already told my professor he's a fucking racist. I mean, I've just called everybody out. And um, this girl comes up, she goes, you know, we're really trying to like you. And I couldn't fucking help it. This is, you know, this is where the asshole that turned me into a dominatrix comes out. It's like, I'm just cracking up because I don't give a fuck about you. Like, you could burst into flames in front of me. I would not stop writing my homework right now. Like... I don't give a fuck, bitch. So, she, you know, we're, we're really trying to like you here. Mm. And I looked at her and I was like, I don't give a fuck if you like me or not. This bitch didn't know what to do. Like, these people the teacher none of them they didn't know what the fuck to do with me i was like fuck it i just realized everybody in this room except for like two people is a fucking asshole and so i'm just gonna like fuck with everybody this semester because i'm not gonna learn anything so i might as well get my fucking forty thousand dollars worth so (laughs) i made people cry and then that became my goal every class yeah so, so this is what I'm saying. Like, you got all these young people, you know, hollering for all this shit, you know? And it's like, you don't understand. Like, you, okay, so people hate Trump and whatever, whatever. But when you talk about, like, oh, this guy has a MAGA hat on. He's 86. This bitch knocks his hat off his head in a coffee shop and is encouraging other customers to come and harass this 86-year-old man. Like, y'all don't under-fucking-stand. And you're doing it because you think Hitler's in an office and the brown shirts are making you stay inside and all this other shit. Look, my grandma came from Germany. She was there when the shit happened. These people, they don't fucking know. And I know you understand this because you've been to these kind of places as this kind of shit was happening but man people don't they don't understand and they need to yes
0: it's like they if you to. haven't experienced it then then don't try to you know show how you feel for a person that, that has it's like you know mm-hmm. you can't sit there and tell me, you know, oh I I know how you feel about certain things. Like look I've been black all my life. You can't, tell, you can't tell me shit.
1: Right. Right, right. Unless you've had that level of depression, you, you can't watch, say shit. You
0: don't watch one, ep- know? one episode of My- Roots and now you want to be a fucking activist.
1: <laughs> you, took, you took a fucking diversity class in college and now you yeah. think you woke and shit. You know? And let me tell you, while why, why we got an audience, fuck college diversity classes up their fucking asses. Do you know, man... I had a fucking diverse. First of all, yeah, just look at my friend list on Facebook. I got like all of the groups covered, (laughs) demographic there. Um, Probably a few I don't know about. But um, so, so to me, a a class isn't going to teach you to be diverse. You got to be. You got to have an openness. You got to go out in the world and meet people and expose yourself to people and places and things that make you uncomfortable. That's how you grow. But this class. I took a picture of the page and sent it to everyone I knew who wasn't white, like, tell me if a white therapist did this, what would be your reaction? They actually said if you have an African-American client and because African-American clients don't like to open up to white therapists. And so it's like, oh, wow, so black <laughs> people are racist now. That's that was, well, what a way to fucking lump them all together. Um, <laughs> for the record, my black friends don't have problems with shit like that, <laughs> but OK, And they were like, "So a good way to help them open up and feel comfortable is to get out bongo drums." What? (laughs) And I'm like, "That's what I said." So I had to reread it. So apparently, if I have a black client and they're not comfortable with me because I'm white, I should bust out bongo drums. (laughs) And I'm sitting here like, "I'm pretty sure
2: that's racist." Yeah, I mean, you're kidding, right right?
1: I want to get a second opinion that's what I said like art is this serious like this is a textbook this is serious they were fucking serious and it's like oh, the authors white I can tell because uh, an author of color would not fucking make this statement I can't admit like so I asked my friends if you went to a therapist who was white and that bitch broke out some bongo drums what would you think? And one, one reaction came back, and I'm, I'm sure you can guess what it was. This <laughs> fucking racist ass bitch. Um, yeah, like these diversity classes, they're teaching people this shit. That all white people are racist, period. Last diversity class I took, I'll never have to take one again. The author, straight up, all white people are racist, and every other person is oppressed. And it's like, wow. And white people, even if you're not racist, you're you're part of a... Patriarchal racist system. It's like everybody who lives in America is part of that system. Like, you know, I didn't invent that shit. So there's like all this, like all this fucking bullshit. And then the Asian author is trying to call himself person of color. Like, no, no, that's for black people. Uh, uh, you don't, you don't get to fucking, you don't get to co-op and co-sign on that fucking shit. No, 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 no. He wanted to be black so bad that
2: guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and so they're teaching these people this kind of dumb shit in college classes. So when I see them go out into the world stupidly, it's like, yeah, oh, there's college right there. I bet I know which That's one you went to.
0: crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah they, they said, and, and mind you, I grew up um, for a long time in L.A. I grew up around a lot of Latino people, not just Mexican, but from all over um, North America, South America so there's millions and millions of latino people across the world and they have very different cultures and this book said you cannot be direct with latino people so when you do therapy with them you got to kind of go the scenic route so i called my friend he's like a real good friend of mine he's from mexico city (laughs) i was like hey hey, hey, can I be direct with you? He's like, is there any (laughs) other way to be with me? I was like, according to my textbook, I can't do this. He was like, man, are you fucking with me? So I send pictures to people like, I want you to physically see what I'm seeing with my fucking eyes. I want to make sure I'm seeing this ridiculous shit. And yeah, so you can't be direct with Latinos. You have to play bongo drums for African-Americans. All African-Americans feel oppressed by the man. Um, None of them like white therapists. Apparently, all of them like bongo drums, so I'm going to have to go take some bongo lessons or something. I mean, it's it's, it's,
2: It's it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, and then these people come out talking about, there's oppression in the world. I'm Antifa. And it's like, you're taking what this dumb bitch college teacher taught you, and you're taking it to the streets. And this isn't even accurate. And you would know that if you actually had some black friends you know what I'm saying? That's how I can tell you really don't have black friends because you would know that this is bullshit. If, if you were as diverse and woke and non-shallow and all this, you know, signal words right now, if you were any of those things, you would look at this book and know it was garbage. And that's how I spent the semester talking about how the book was wrong and why and proving it. <laughs> so my teacher fucking hated me. That bitch hated me so bad. But, you know, so then these people go out, and I'm oppressed, and, you know, I'm white, but white people are bad. All this bullshit. It's like, stop it. Stop, 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 stop. First of all, the best thing that a person can do to retain power is to divide and conquer. If we all come together, all colors, we we can get shit done in our country, but we don't. We're on petty shit We're on petty shit like oh this person's skin color who the fuck cares who the fuck cares i'm so white if i was racist i'd have to hate <laughs> other white people <laughs> ain't nobody nobody glows <laughs> like me shit oh i make the God, moon jealous you fucking bitch you know <laughs> so if i get any whiter i'm gonna be translucent <laughs> okay don't
0: <gonna> disappear
1: whatever <laughs> I'm be like one of those lizards you can see the fly in their stomach and shit, you know? I can't get any whiter. It's just like, I can't fucking tan. The Native American part of me, that wasn't it. I didn't get that part. So, um, you know, these people think they know. They think they know the world. They think they know evil. They think they know oppression. They think they know what a fucking Nazi is. I hate that the word Nazi is thrown around the way that it is because it takes away from the atrocities that they actually committed. You know what i'm saying and there's still a lot of anti-semitism in the world out here in new york city jews are getting attacked and now asians are getting attacked because apparently some asian guy who was born in new york somehow has covid more than other people born in new york but okay that's whatever so you know by calling everyone a nazi and throwing the word oppression around and, and throwing this shit around it takes away from the power of what those things really meant. So when some dickhead walks through the fucking grocery store in a clan hood, it's not taken as seriously as it should be. Cause the shit's thrown out oh it's a joke. That's not a fucking funny joke. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So and and that might instill I can see how that could instill fear in some people. Especially if you're black and you've been discriminated against before. God damn. Man, what what the fuck must that feel like? So, so we're not, you know, we're throwing this shit around. We're 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 making it a joke. It's a joke. And so then what happens is when um, someone black gets discriminated against, right. it's, it's not like, taken yeah, seriously. When, like when someone joke. calls, you
0: know, we're not being serious. Like, right? We're just playing.
1: Right. Right. It's so. just a joke well jokes have to be funny to both right. people that so you're you, telling to, You go so, home you with know. an ass
0: whooping don't take it serious it was just a joke
1: yeah, just I, joke yeah was I was just kidding i, was just I whooped itched. your ass I was, just kidding. I, was just kidding. Yeah. I was just kidding right so when i see these little dumb fuck college kids whose brain isn't even done developing yet because that doesn't happen until about 25 years old and they're talking about that's racist making us stay inside is racist that pisses me off because that takes away from real racism. So if every, it's like the boy who cried wolf, people are going to start coming and then see it ain't shit. Well, then one day it's going to really be a wolf there and you're going to cry out for help. And people are gonna think it's just a joke. You can't, I man, you can't do that. You can't, you can't walk around in a clan hood as a joke. Yeah. America gives you the freedom to be an asshole. I fully support the right to have the freedom to be an asshole, but with freedom comes responsibility. Why you gotta do that? What What are you tr- honestly? What are you even trying to fucking accomplish? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are, you, it's, it's what are you? It's to get a reaction.
2: That's, that's all it is. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's
1: yeah the, that's it. Right. Attention, attention, hoarding the the Instagram then it's fucking like, generation.
0: If you, like, tell a person they can't do something, then their rights have mm-hmm. been violated. There's, there's always an oh out yeah, somewhere. yeah people,
1: Oh yeah, people that don't know jack shit about the Constitution. And it's like, look, you know, I'm sorry that that being cool to your fellow man and not spreading a killer disease, you know, reduces your freedom. But go fuck yourself, <laughs> you know. What I'm saying like, whatever. So why don't you just go back inside and yeah. stew on that for a while? So you know, all these people that that think the world is hard and that people are evil and and all this other shit like man you don't know you haven't seen it you don't fucking right, cause know it's like if you had somebody you in there you know, know in
0: the same store you know expressing the right to be a black panther or whatever the case may be then all kinds of shit would pop off you know the cops would probably call security would ex- escort mm-hmm. them out you know just they make a big deal out of it right you know
1: Oh, but they're a terrorist yeah, group. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's there's always the justification for for you know, and that's the thing. People, there's something called the in group and the out group, and the in group is the majority. Society is a majority. The out group is anybody that doesn't cleanly fit well, into that. And
0: yeah,
1: I mean, uh, the Klan, I am
0: sorry to catch up. The clan that that's a Christian organization.
1: Yep, very much so very much so. And, and the thing is like, as far as like, I've been in the South, I, I've, you know, I didn't understand because I, I was born in Southern California. I had friends they didn't know what the fuck they were. <laughs> you know, it, it didn't matter. We didn't give a shit. It was like, race wasn't an issue. Um, so when I moved to the South and it's like, wow, this, this kind of racism actually fucking exists in Texas, it was very open. And, and honestly, I've seen very open racism and I've seen covert racism. And I like the open shit better because one, you know who the fucking racists are. Two, you know how the fuck they feel. And three, you know what they'll do about it. Whereas the covert ones, they harbor those feelings but you don't know it, so that's the motherfucker that fucks you over at your job, or the neighbor that makes one too many complaints that gets you kicked out of your apartment. I'd rather the motherfucker be openly racist, so right, at least I yeah, know what the I, fuck I, I'm I, dealing with.
0: Yeah, I you know, know, I know you're I racist. So I'm not really, you know, I'm not too much, you know, I'm not really worried about you. You know, I keep my eye on you, but right, you know, I don't have to like you right. know, really, really, really watch you. But that snake in the grass. Yeah, that's coxswain, right. because it's like, you know, somebody made a complaint. Well, who? Well, I can't tell you who it was.
1: Right. Right. And that's bullshit, too. Always a bitch named Karen. Yeah. So, <laughs> me and Karen, we've ne- I've never got along with any Karen I've ever met. So, <laughs> which is weird. That never happens with me. You know, like you said, um, the two guys in the what was it the walmart they had they were asked to put a
0: face mask on they did and then the yeah cop yeah asked yeah to right leave. you want your way, you to wear a mask like, you know because of the virus you know so they're walking around right. the store like everybody else ignorant ass cop comes along i, mean, I have to ask it the store. Uh, you can't wear you know a, a mask in the store and i forget exactly what the cop said to him but the kid was like you know, see, this is the bullshit you have to deal with. You know, this this fool is telling us we can't be in a store with a mask on, but everybody else in the store has a mask on. So, what? right.
1: And, it's, you know, when shit like that happens, there's always going to be that group of people that try to downplay it. Oh, it was this, it was that. And, yes, we should always consider other explanations before we accuse anyone of racist, racism, because it's very serious. But... At the same time, you know, there's so many bullshit things being called racism that when this happens, like, I didn't even hear about that story.
2: Mm -hmm. Damn.
1: You know what I'm saying? But I heard about how this fucking angry comedian hates Trump, though. You know, like, whatever, feel how you want about him. But we need to, we need to quit seeing the, the rich college kids Mm -hmm trying to slum it like they know what it's like to be poor because that's how they rebel you know every kid rebels against their parents so rich kids sometimes rebel by yes. slumming it like oh i want to be poor
0: so I'm a li- yeah I'm, slum- like, okay, I'm slumming I- it with my true religion on. Like.
1: <laughs> right right um and then they go like do some antifa shit or some dumb fuck protest and what i respect i respect that people feel passionate enough about something to get up off their asses and go protest that's great that's fucking great. But you got your head up your ass about what you're protesting for. You know what I'm saying? The the ladies that did the fucking feminism march with the pussy hats right. on. What what was even your point? Like, what? I mean, back in the day, suffrage was for voting rights. And then you had, you know, racial rights for women. And you had all this. What, what is this even fucking for? And then you're sitting here talking about fucking being oppressed but you know there's an organization it's a worldwide organization it's run by volunteers and donors who rescue girls and women who are being held against their will and sex trafficked human trafficking so so lesbian uh, rights people feminism rights people antifa rights people Look, gay rights they still got a lot of fight they should be protesting they still, they're, they still fighting everybody else like women what the fuck you out here for? What are you doing? Where are right. you oppressed at? Where the fuck are you oppressed at? But there's women that are really right. oppressed. They're really depressed. You know, it just the other day in Sudan, what they called female circumcision, which is really just genital mutilation, was finally outlawed just the other day in 2020. Where's the fight right. for that? mean that's man? like just, like,
0: you know... In Africa that was just an everyday occurrence. Like ain't no big deal. Yeah, yeah just, you know, desensitize them and keep it moving. Like, are you
1: for um, real? Yeah. Yeah. So when people when people think they've seen evil and they think evil's Trump, it's like, oh honey. Right. <laughs> you naive sweet girl and in one way I'm glad that people didn't have to be exposed to the things I was exposed to they didn't have to learn these things they didn't have to see the things I had to see I don't wish that on most people but at the same time I wouldn't change it for the world because when people talk about being woke you're not fucking woke you're asleep Because a a lot of
0: stuff some need to be exposed to so they can get an idea as to what Really goes on out in the world because it's like if right. you're stuck in, you know, Alpharetta, you know, you don't know shit. You know, right. you know what goes on, right. on, on in your block, you know, but you don't know what goes on in this right. world.
1: Right. <laughs> Motherfucker never even left their state, much right. less their city, yeah. trying to talk about, you know, global issues. Like you don't know, you don't know, you know. And when you see when you see real like i've been to places where kids on the normal don't have like, shoes it's not even a thought don't, like they don't do nobody even the adults
0: don't have clean clothes right
1: right if they want water they got to catch the rain themselves and they do
0: you know so it's they like
1: do. you know
0: they survive you know just
1: yeah yeah And we, and that's the thing. I'm glad as much as, you know, I sometimes have thought and wondered what if my life went a different way and I did the typical American thing. I got out of high school and I went to college and I did some other shit with that degree and whatever, whatever. I'm glad it didn't go that way because I wouldn't have been aware of what's really around me. And here's the thing, man, like it once you've learned once you've seen this shit i see it all around me i'll walk through the store and i'll see somebody and be like you're that motherfucker i know right. you. uh, you're that motherfucker you're fucking dangerous i can see it on, i can see it written all over your fucking face today and and other people are just you know one lady bumps into his cart and he looks at her and i'm just i'm watching this because now i'm fascinated by this dude right because you're the kind of person i understand and this this fucking dude he looked at her and it was like lady you better leave <laughs> you're gonna die but to, but to
0: you know to, to how you fuck them up is they expect you to react in a violent way where when you don't mm-hmm. they're like dumbfounded they're like what yeah
1: yeah because you've thrown off yeah everything they right this supposed
0: to go south you know and that's what you think yes yeah,
1: and you know you fuck up something called the self-fulfilling prophecy so there's a self-fulfilling prophecy where um so we're, i'll use race is is an example because it works really easily so you got a white person and a white person has it in their head that black people are, are violent because they don't really know black people if you knew enough black people you would know you know they're no different than white people <laughs> you know get get make some goddamn black friends please so you can quit being so fucking ignorant <laughs> so she looks at this black guy and she's like he's violent so what she does is she treats him according to this schema she has what? in her mind well he he don't know who she is or what she's thinking so all he sees is this white bitch being rude to him for no goddamn reason well fuck you then bitch like I didn't do shit to you fuck you and then she goes see I told you he was violent you see it's a self-fulfilling prophecy you gotta you gotta watch because you can make shit come true man so all these people tell me oppression and you know racism you're creating it because you keep fucking talking about it Mother Teresa was one time um, she was she was invited to an anti-war rally and she said no. She says, "But when you have a pro-peace rally, then invite me and I'll come." Mm-hmm. Technically, it's the same thing, but it's really not because of the focus. So instead of focusing on the racism. Yeah, it needs to be pointed out and talked about and fucking shine a spotlight on that shit. Outside of that, we need to be talking about what we have in common and what we can do together and what we can accomplish together. We got to change the we got to change the shift, man. You know what I'm saying? Cuz it's getting worse and and each side is growing further and further apart because they don't understand. They don't they don't understand. They don't know what oppression is and what what being offended really. I'm offended. Good for you. Good for you. You know what's gonna happen? Nothing. What I what I I
0: love to do is like have someone try to form an opinion of me, and then when they engage uh in conversation with me, they're like, "Hmm, not what I expected."
1: Yep, that happens to me all the time because I cuss and I talk shit and i'm just kind of rowdy and i don't give a fuck and so people look at me like Ugh. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh and then i'm sitting here and i start talking about you know the the chrome box alpha and the fucking statistical analysis and the interpretation of such and by the way i've got straight a's all the way through college and i watched a girl her face change because she was looking at me like uh, first of all this bitch is sitting here with smurf blue hair judging me like bitch you got some fucking nerve judging another motherfucker any fucking way so fuck you um and I didn't care I just kind of watched it cause, cause if I see that you're getting offended I might just decide to make you more offended just so you can see like earlier that was nothing um, it's a hobby well, of mine people <laughs> seem
0: to love you anyway it's like you know,
1: yeah you know why um, I, can't, I haven't figured
0: I, that one out yet either.
1: Because I say the things that they want to say but they don't think that they can get away with and the thing is like um, I had a I had a professor he was a very um, conservative Christian dude so I thought we were gonna clash because I'm the opposite of all those things and um, I said once I was talking to somebody and I said you know maybe I should kind of tone it down because this is when I was tearing up the classroom with all my bullshit talking And he looked at me and he goes, you know, he said, before you do that, I would think twice about it. He said, because maybe you're saying all the things that all of us want to say and we feel like we can't get away with. So maybe you should be the voice for people that aren't bold enough to speak on it. And it was like, out of all the motherfuckers, I thought this was not gonna come out of it. Like, I'm looking at him like, okay, first of all, like he fucked up my expectations of him because <laughs> I'm thinking he's the old Christian fundamentalist. And he's basically telling me, nah, go talk that shit, girl. Go <laughs> so do your thing. Like, right. And one person got invited to a party and she was like, see everybody this is the girl who's so funny and i was like i'm not funny i'm an asshole but i just say shit that people can't believe a human being would really say so y'all think i must be joking <laughs> i'm not <laughs> like i try to sometimes just word it funnier to make myself laugh but that's just me so you know it so it work. it works for me it, i don't know why because there's a few times that I know shit I've said if someone else said it, they'd have got right. punched in the face. Um, you know. I think that when I think that people detect I'm a different kind of person. They don't know how what you me! what me. what you me.